Coming up on our next episode of a 15-minute guide to predictive analytics, we are going to chat with industry experts in specialty chemicals and asset performance management on how to optimize your operational data to improve efficiency, increase safety, and reduce expenses for your enterprise. You're going to want to stay with us, so don't press pause. Welcome, everyone, to a 15-minute guide to predictive analytics, your podcast dedicated to going beyond the hype of AI and digital transformation to explore the methods and tools that translate data into tangible solutions for the operational engineer. All right, folks, with me once again is Sean Gregerson, an asset performance management expert with over 20 years of experience helping businesses through the adoption of the industrial Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, big data, and machine learning. And today he's brought with him a special guest, Stephen Reynolds, a global industry principal for specialty chemicals, who has helped leading companies around the globe implement advanced analytics solutions to optimize their processes from top to bottom. Gentlemen, thanks for chatting with me today. Thanks, Tom. Uh, excited to be here. Excellent. Yep, thanks for having me, y'all. Stephen, Sean, for, for the last few months on this podcast, we've been discussing the gaining interest in technology around performance intelligence. In, in your own words, what does performance intelligence for operational data mean to you? And Stephen, what does this specifically mean for chemical enterprises? Well, Tom, I've been in and around operations most of my career. Uh, we've always spoken of operations intelligence, you know, that process and asset awareness for you know, real-time decision-making. Uh, I think process intelligence takes it to that next step, combining more and more information than we've ever had before. You know, from operations, supply chain, maintenance, engineering, et cetera, so that we can reach deeper into the data and not only improve our awareness uh, in real time, but stretch it into the future. Yeah, and Tom, um, I would just add to that, simply put, it's it's taken all this rich data and information about your industrial production assets. As Stephen said, all of this engineering, operations, and asset management information, and combining this with artificial intelligence in human insight to enable our customers to achieve new levels of operational efficiency in the form of, of what we call performance intelligence. And it's really all about unlocking the value streams of performance intelligence from the use of artificial intelligence for improved asset reliability and performance to value chain optimization to unified operations to the digital twin to asset performance management to improve profitability and, and safety in to create a more resilient efficient and agile business steven you've had the privilege of working with industrial operators and engineers around the globe in the chemical industry what would you say right now is their top focal point today and what is the driving force behind this focus well tom i would say throughout the past year we've had a number of uh, obstacles to confront uh, from the COVID pandemic uh, to the resulting uh, demand shifts that we've seen globally, the supply chain interruptions. Uh, so we have a lot on our plate, but I would think uh, most companies with all that are really focusing on their core business and prioritizing what adds the most to their bottom line. Uh, so we're, we're looking at our core business, our core manufacturing assets. So we're really focusing on reliability, process and asset reliability, maintaining that reliable supply for our customer, and we're also focusing on cost control, 
which is par for the course and we are always focused on cost control, but I think more than ever, we're really wanting to tighten that up and understand where uh, the dollars may be flowing, uh, whether it's our improving our maintenance strategies, honing in on our material and energy yields, being more efficient and effective. And you know, speaking of, of maintenance and, and reliability, companies are continuing their transition. Um, you know, when I started, everybody loved to be in the firefighting mode in that break fix mentality of, you know, action. And, and those strategies have evolved certainly between from reactive to more schedule based to condition based. And now, you know, talking today with with all the uh, technology we have available, the predictive analytics that that brings uh, to our asset and process monitoring. Sean, anything you want to add to that? I, I think that, um, you know, really covers well what what we're seeing in the market today. The only thing I, I'd add is just that we're really seeing investments being made across a number of different areas related to digitalization from investments to optimize the data infrastructure and edge analytics to value chain optimization to the digital twin and and, and enablement of the connected worker. But invariably, um, as Stephen said, a main focus of of nearly all the industrial operators has been asset performance management. And in fact, we're seeing that in most cases, um, asset performance management and specifically predictive maintenance is uh, really the one of the top priorities in, in one of the first digitalization initiatives that industrial operators are focused on. And it's largely because the value opportunity is so significant given a 10 to 20% reduction in OPEX is the opportunity. And given that the value can be achieved in, in in a very short period of time where we've seen our customers pay back from the investments in many cases in just a few months time and in over a, a 10x ROI in, in, in just the first year. Sean, you, you just mentioned predictive maintenance, and I could see that being a key foundational part of like a comprehensive asset performance management strategy. Could you go into more about like what this would look like, how it works, and how it could benefit chemical industry companies? Sure, absolutely. Predictive maintenance is leveraging artificial intelligence and machine learning uh, for early warning detection of equipment and, and asset problems for pumps and motors and turbines and um compressors, generators, all these different types of industrial assets that are super important uh, to, to our business. And it, it's really uh, taking all the sensor information that we have for these assets, applying this uh, artificial intelligence to uh, really build a uh, operational signature for each asset. So it's learning from this uh, historical sensor data and how that uh, how each asset operates under different loading, different ambient, different operational conditions and then it's monitoring and comparing in real time how this asset's operating to this uh, operational signature that we've developed to detect the very early warning signs of of equipment performance and reliability problems and then providing fault diagnostics and prescriptive actions uh, so that you can drive to what steps should i take to uh, remediate this specific problem Steven, how would you recommend a chemical company going about developing an APM strategy for their business? Well, uh, I think it continues forward with the uh, how they've developed their maintenance strategies today. First, you start with the basics, really. You, you want to identify and acknowledge what your critical equipment is uh, and understand the uh, conditions that cause failure, 
you know, we, we typically go through an exercise, the, the FMEA, the, the failure mode and effects analysis. Um, and to complete this analysis, you really have to understand the design, the operation and overall maintenance of the asset. So getting the information from the various systems and the criticality of these assets and the severity of those failures is really going to dictate the strategies you need. And, and I think once they've gone through that semi paper manual exercise, they'll really see the, the possibilities open up uh, with the technologies available. And I think that's uh, certainly where we can help them today throughout this discussion. Sean, Sean, is there anything on top of that that you would recommend for companies for starting their right APM approach? Yeah, we just add that a APM assessment can, can often be a good starting point. And we have a tool on our website that uh, can provide an initial assessment of our customer's asset strategy. And we also offer customer-specific APM assessments where we analyze our customer's asset strategy in up to 14 different critical areas and then benchmark them against their peers in, in each of these categories and really help our customers to develop a roadmap and, and how they can improve their asset strategy to to best balance risk, cost, and performance to lower their maintenance costs and to improve the reliability and, and performance of, of their assets. Steven, there are a lot of plan engineers who rely on time series data software um, when they're considering the implementation of predictive maintenance and predictive analytics. What benefits have you seen from using the APM strategy solution that we're discussing? How does that help individuals stand out? Well, um, hopefully it just makes their day better. As, as a former plant engineer, I can tell you nothing is worse than uh, going into a long weekend, crossing your fingers that nothing is going to fail. And then ultimately going out there on a Sunday afternoon, instead of at home with your family or your friends, you're out working and trying to recover from whatever fire drill that's occurring at the plant. So really what we're looking at from, from that transition to real-time analytics, or excuse me, that transition from real-time to predictive analytics, uh, with real-time data, we're looking at as you know what's happening now and comparing that to where we've been in the past. So you know, really trending and kind of using that to project in our minds where we might be headed. So you you might see an uptick in in uh, vibration as an example, and take it in your mind that oh, we better keep an eye on that. And then you're watching it until it hits an alarm. Um, with the predictive analytics, you know, we're looking at that whole asset as a, uh, a structure to use all the data we have at our disposal to really look at the performance and understand where it is heading and when we think it's gonna get there. And that that just makes the world so much better as a plant engineer. Uh, all of a sudden now we go from a reactive mode to a planned and scheduled response, uh, which you know, from a, a maintenance cost standpoint is gonna be more efficient, uh, better planned and cheaper this will also make it much safer, much cleaner, because now we have prepared. We're not uh, running around reactive. We've assessed the situation. We understand the hazards going into the work and our tools and materials are ready to complete the job. So it ultimately just makes it a much better experience uh, all around from your, from your bottom line accounting to your shop floor team working on the, the process. Before we go, Stephen, is there anything that a chemical company should look for that will indicate they're ready to implement an APM strategy for their business? Is there any indicators that, they, hey, we're ready to go down this road? You know, whenever I talk about digital transformation, I, I compare it to 
to operational excellence and, and where we've worked with those uh, processes. And to know when you're ready for that leap in technology is really looking at where you are as a, a team and process today. Uh, so have you done much of the legwork uh, leading into APM. If you're already firefighting and, and chasing your tail with maintenance work, chances are technology is not going to help you that much, even in the short run. So yeah, you you want to look to see that, hey, I've, I've understand my process. I know what imp equipment's important. Um, I've begun looking at my maintenance strategy, my planning and scheduling, my preventive, mes uh, preventive meth maintenance methodologies so that I have an idea of what's possible. And then, oh, there's this technology out here that can definitely help us with these things. Technology very often becomes a, a solution looking for a problem. And I think if you've had those problems identified and you know what you need help with, then you're ready for APM. And, and as Sean mentioned, we have a number of uh, tools and service that can help you identify that need and gauge where you are in that journey. Sean, anything you want to add? You know, I would just fully agree. I think it's all about defining, you know, first what problem you're trying to solve, uh, whether you're trying to achieve an improvement reliability and or is it a maintenance cost reduction that's the goal, improve safety. So uh, what are the goals? And then really defining how you're going to measure success to, to achieve those goals before you even get to the technology. And then I, I think when you start to look at it from a technology perspective, having a really solid data infrastructure in place where you're able to collect all this uh, rich information, make it available securely within uh, within the business, it just becomes a natural extension to uh, link APM to uh, to this rich data that you're collecting to, to then drive decisions that are, are going to be optimized in a way to improve reliability, to uh, improve the performance of the assets, to lower maintenance costs, to improve safety, and, and really to develop an optimized asset strategy that's defining when and how maintenance is, is going to be performed. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, folks, our 15 minutes is now up. Be sure to subscribe and join us for our next episode. And if you would like to learn more, be sure to check out our sponsored website, www.aviva.com forward slash performance intelligence. That's aviva.com forward slash performance hyphen intelligence. We'll see you next time. <laughs>